Hey, what's up, folks? My guest today is Alicia Chang Cruz. Alicia does it all, man, as you'll listen and hear in the episode. She's a mom of two boys, married, has her own business, has her own business with real estate with her husband. And we dive in and we get into all these topics and just I tell her, how does she have time? I really appreciate her, her taking time out of her schedule to meet with me. So it was kind of short just because, you know, she she had other things to get to during that day but it's a really good episode i hope you enjoy hello and welcome my guest today is Alicia Chang Cruz of Crafty Cruz. Alicia, how are you doing? I'm good. Good. How are you? <laughs> doing well. Thank you. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for coming out here. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks uh, for having me. Oh, no, man. No. Thank you. So, how, dude, it's awesome seeing your page grow, all these fucking creations you're doing. Yeah. How did that come about? How did you start doing this woodworking? You, you know what? It's like super duper random. So, it basically started, um, so Manny and I were planning our wedding, and I was like, okay, I wanted to learn how to do calligraphy, because I'm super, like, if there's something I do myself, I'm not going to pay someone else to do it, so, like, calligraphy is one of those things. Um, most calligraphy artists charge, like, $2 a word, so I was thinking, like, for wedding-wise, I would, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I would just learn to do it myself, so that I can handle all that stuff, and so... I started practicing my calligraphy stuff, and um, I went to Home Goods one day, and I was like, oh, I saw some signs, and I was like, oh, those are cute. I wonder if I could put calligraphy on wood. And so I went to Home Depot, I got a piece of wood, and I started painting on it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And so that slowly grew from just painting a little sign for home to one person asked me, can you make a sign for... Uh, it was for her granddaughter at the time and I was like sure and then I posted it and then another person was like can you make this I posted it and now it's like since that first order I've just been booked out for like months in advance and now it's like what like two years we're going on almost two years that's awesome yeah it's crazy <laughs> it's so crazy <laughs> so is this like a a family project that you're the head of kind of thing like because I saw your brother did some work mm -hmm. for you as well or did something that you shared last time Richard Chang yeah. Shout out to Richard. <laughs> Shout out to Junior. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it started with just me by myself for a while. And then I want to say maybe a couple months ago, uh, my brother came into the mix to help me because I'm taking on a lot bigger projects and I needed some help. So we s kind of like, I guess, as of maybe like eight or nine months ago, grew from it just being me by myself to now having a team of like five or six people. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. So and he helps a lot. You kind of mentioned something about a big, a big move coming. Yes. Like, are you free to talk about that? No. Yeah. Of course. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can talk about it. So, anyways, Crafty Cruise just filed for their S corp, so we're becoming Crafty Cruise Inc. Nice. And so we're expanding big time. We've been taking on a lot bigger projects. Been getting asked to remodel restaurants and do home renovations and do kiosk builds and trade show booths, like a lot bigger projects than just like your average signs that I've been doing. So because of that and because of the space and me like quickly outgrowing my garage, dining room, and patio that I've been taking over, um, now we're moving into a warehouse. So now I'm hiring a full team and it's. We have business insurance and everything's like official. It's like, it's strange because of where and how far it's come in such a little time. But, um, but yeah, I'm really excited because it's... That's fucking awesome, Yeah, man. I'm really, really excited about it. I'm nervous, but I'm, I'm super excited. <laughs> nervous is good. That means you're going to be all hands on deck. Yes. I'm, I'm, well, I'm nervous. <laughs> but, 
uh, how about like how did it i mean they grew fast like you said it grew fast yeah how did that go about was it like something i know you did that contest i fucking try to win uh, <laughs> liking pictures and all that yeah. so how was the success rate on that um well damn i've done like a few like giveaway stuff like that like contests and people like um coming into it and um trying to win stuff and they've been really good like i've gotten like a good amount of feedback on it i feel like a lot of people everyone's trying to win giveaways you know you're yeah, 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 like yeah. giveaway oh i hope i win and so i want to do something like that because i'm i'm so lucky that like all these people are supporting my craft and like what i do and so my thing is like once we get to that point i'm like cool I have space for like an extra sign or I have an extra something I could throw in this week or we launched a new product and it would be kind of cool to do a giveaway. I immediately am like, how can I give back? First thing I do is let's do a giveaway. We'll give someone something for free. And so, um, yeah, so it's been really good. A lot of people uh, jump into them and it's always so exciting to like have someone win because it feels good. I used to be the person who was always like trying to enter giveaways to win yeah. something. So to be on the other side of that and be able to give stuff away yeah, just yeah. feels really good. I-, I did the same thing with uh, the... With Sports business I had. Yeah. I would give away hats, jerseys, or whatever. And you know, people like message you like, hey, bro, when's the drawing? Like, yeah. <laughs> has anybody won yet? Mm-hmm. And like, how many times can I answer? So it's, you know, like you said, it's a nice feeling when you're like, dude, I, I don't rig it for anybody, you know, but I'm yeah. hoping you win. You know, I'm hoping you're yeah. really. I'm rooting for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, because but... they're, they're entering every day and you're like, dude, yeah. they're really showing support. Oh, so yeah. it, it is I've nice. had people message me and be like, hey, hook me up. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it works. Yeah, I've had, a, I had yeah. a few. Yeah, so. Um, so, seeing how far you've come in such a short time, like, what could you say, like, some, like, advice to people, you know, you, what we were talking about before, I was already like, damn, this is going to be good. She has a good mind. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm like, uh, staying consistent for sure. Like, there's been times. So, I feel like what really sets aside, like, a successful business from just a regular business is having the business owner be someone who's willing to do the things that need to happen when they need to happen, not when they want it done. You know what I'm saying? Like... There's been plenty of times where, like, especially in the beginning, where I was home and I was home with my two kids, and my brother would come over, and him and uh, his family were going to Disneyland or something, and they're like, "Hey, you want to go with us?" And of course, I want to go to Disneyland with my kids, but I have orders sitting that need to be done, you know. So I have to make those tough decisions of like, no, I can't go do something and have fun right now. I have to sit down and get this work done. So I feel like being able to discipline myself to do those things and remind myself when I fall that it's not over, and just to get back up and just keep going, like that's really. That's been like super duper crucial, like how I've gotten to where I am. Because there's been times where I um, won't post. Like right now, I have like 20 orders I haven't even posted on social media. Like literally, have not had time to post it. So some people are probably thinking like, "Oh, she's out of business or she's not doing anything." But the truth is that I'm so busy, I just don't have time. And so not getting like discouraged by that and being like, "Oh, well, now I messed up in my like I don't have that same um, what's the word like um oh what is it." Okay, I can't remember the word. So whatever, <laughs> but I don't have like the same flow, I guess, going through my social media. So oh, not, okay, okay, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I, like, I seriously can't think of the word. Like consistency, momentum. Moment? Momentum. Okay. That's the word. Okay, so having that momentum, like I'm not quitting on myself. Like, well, I'm just not going to post it because I screwed up. Like, I'm just like, cool. I don't have time. When I have time, I'll do a blast and I'll do a giveaway, which is usually when you see my giveaways, like, sorry, been MIA for a couple weeks, not posting anything. So here's 20 posts. If you like them all and comment, I'll give you something for free. Yeah. You know, so. That's a good strategy. (laughs) That's a good strategy as well because, you know, sometimes they might be on for that hour and see all 20 posts as opposed to if you're posting, say, every Thursday and they're not on Thursday, they Mm -hmm. won't see it. And going back to what you said, I I agree with that about how you have to do what you need to do in order to do what you want to do, you know. So Mm -hmm. there was times where I wanted, you know, to go out to 
take my daughter to Disneyland yeah. to go to the Dodger game against the Braves. And you're like, dude, I got, I'm working full time and I got this business thing yeah. on the side. Like, I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's sacrifice. But you, you see the dividends later on. Yeah. You see the return on investment because time is an investment as well. So like a business, anything, you know, uh, the gym, diet, you get what you put in. So yeah. when you sacrifice and you, you know, who doesn't want to take their kids to Disneyland? Yeah. You know? But you say, this is, I'm, I always tell my daughter, even though she didn't even speak at the time, yeah. I'd be like, I'm doing this for you. <laughs> like, I'm doing this for you. And now I'll tell her, you know, like, I'm doing this for you. Everything I do is for you. Yeah. Because, yes, you can have that short-term satisfaction. But in the long term, you know, that's going to be, it's going to be way better the day yeah. when you could take two weeks off and be like, dude, we're set. I have so-and-so working on this project. I could take the two weeks off and just be with you guys. So mm-hmm. it's it's something that people don't see. And I didn't see it until I was in there. You know, I was yeah. doing the same thing. And I was like, dude, I'm tired. Oh, I want to yeah. take a break. <laughs> I still have my regular job to worry about. Yeah. And then I still got to do this on the weekend. And people tell me, oh, come you don't come to this thing? And I'd be like, dude. No time. I, no time. And the little time you do have, you spend with your family. Right. And so I, I applaud you for that because it's discipline you know it, it, it's hard people don't understand how hard it is to say no to the things you want to do yeah and do the things you have to do yeah it's really tough like I've, I've had my moments where i'm like oh god like the other day i had a moment where i was like i'm on like a super tight deadline right now to finish what i need to finish and so i saw my kids sitting inside and they're just playing with their toys and i'm like damn it, it's so nice outside like i want to take them outside so i don't know if you'd see my post yeah i did i was like took them outside spent like an hour it set me back an hour Maybe two hours, so I had to add those on to, like, my late-night work. But I took that time, and I was like, cool, let's just enjoy the sun for a little bit. Let's do this. But, like, I had to, like, you have to, like, calculate everything so, so much in your head. Like, if I stop right now, if I stop and have lunch, if I stop and have coffee, if I stop and go to the bathroom, how far am I going to get set back? How much more work am I going to do? How many more hours is this going to be later? And it's really hard. Like, there was this picture that I saw that... I keep saying that I'm gonna print it or recreate it to put it up on my wall, but it's like a it's like an island in the middle of the ocean. I'm, you might you might have seen it. So it's like an island. So it looks like a big old mountain, and then there's like the water, so like sea level, it's and like then an iceberg, below. Right? Oh, is it an iceberg? Yeah. <laughs> it, I thought it was. It's, thought it was an it's like the, the the iceberg of, of success. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sorry, the iceberg. So anyways, the top is like everyone sees success, right? They're like, oh, you're a business owner. You you know, like people think it's it's less work, and it's like, oh, you're your own boss, which is so much easier. They don't realize that it's working way more than you would as an employee and having way more stress than anything else yeah. you know but anyway so that thing the iceberg <laughs> that's so funny okay anyways underneath shows like the late nights the disappointments you know like there's been times where i've been so frustrated that i will cry and i'll be like damn it i'm gonna give myself 10 minutes i just need to cry it out really quick and then get back in the shop and finish yeah. what i'm doing but there's so many things that people don't see under the surface that that make being a business owner really hard you know very worth it but very difficult you know so yeah those late nights early mornings oh yeah lack of sleep so much coffee. Yeah, and especially when you have kids, it makes it even more um, challenging, you know, because you have to, you're not just responsible for your schedule, what you need to do in your business. Like for me, like, you know, like I do my woodworking and I do my real estate. I'm also married and I also have two kids. So it's like I have to find the time to schedule all of these things to fit into one day. And it's been hard. Worth it, but hard. So. Well, you're doing a great job. <sighs> Thank you. And it's one of those things where. As you get older, you, you kind of have to see your, you only have 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I see like six hours and I feel like <laughs> that's too much. I'm like, okay, so I got 18 hours. There's two hours of traffic a day. So I got 16 hours. What, what am I going to do those? And then I work 10 hours. So I'm like, okay, I got six hours right. <laughs> unaccounted for. Oh so I have God. to be productive. Mm-hmm. And the same thing, like if I don't 
if I sit there and watch The Office, which I love, oh, it's for my an hour, my too. Yeah. For an hour, I'm like, dude, you could have done some editing, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, get your ass off and go fucking edit. Yeah. And I don't like editing. This is the fun part. I was keep yeah, saying it's it. Talking. Like, everybody, sucks. Editing sucks. Mm-hmm. It's not a waste of time by any means, but it just sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to schedule. Yeah. I have a lot of people canceling. I, I respect people's time. I'm a busy person. You're a busy person. Right. Everybody's busy. Everybody. Mm-hmm. So, but last minute cancels is like, oh man. <laughs> like, Those are the worst because you plan for it and then it's like, nah, you just screwed my schedule, you bastard. And yeah, you got to accommodate. That. But mm-hmm. it's one thing I started doing, like 2019, I'm not one of those new year, new me. I just said, new year's still same OG. But I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to do better uh, time management just because I saw how important it was. Yeah. I started reading a lot of books about like successful people and just trying mm-hmm. to emulate them, what made them successful. And one of the things that a lot of people do is just, know what you're investing your time in mm-hmm. i still do fantasy sports i love fantasy sports i love the shit talking that goes on. <laughs> but at the same time i can't sit there and research like i'd like to yeah. just i'm like dude it, it, it'll be fun but these bragging rights over your buddies isn't you know there's more to life than yeah. just that i do want to be or i wanted to be a sports writer so i did that that was my excuse mm-hmm. but i'm like Hector, you're not going to follow that so maybe chill on that yeah still do it you know because that's a way to keep up with your homies do all that good stuff but maybe like this podcast this is taking my life yeah number one is abby number two is podcast like it just that's how it is right now and it's yeah. fucking awesome because i feel like i have a not a purpose per se but something to work towards you know like yeah. everything i'm doing like all the behind the scenes work getting all these people on here it, it's fucking it's nice to i just released fucking i think two days ago yeah and oh fuck dude i'm waking <laughs> up to like 30 texts i mean people i'm not exaggerating thank you for all your support mm-hmm. uh fuck man i hope you're already doing great i know this is going to be good I but man so. dude this is this has just been surreal yeah well dude it's been awesome i've been watching your dream i'm just like holy shit yeah i've been watching it. yours yeah, yeah remember <laughs> like when i first first asked you was like, was like maybe in, that was a while ago like, like months, months ago. ago yeah like where i just said hey i'm gonna do this podcast i was like dude alicia chang cruz like <laughs> fucking crafty cruz like i was already like i knew what people i wanted to have on yeah and of course i want to have my buddies on as well you know yeah. just shoot the shit mm-hmm. but i was like i even told you like dude young woman entrepreneur real estate agent mom wife like how the fuck does she do it dude i honestly like i was thinking i'm like okay at some point he's gonna bring that up i'm like how do i even answer that like i don't even know how like i still am figuring out as i go like i won't sit here and pretend like i've got it all figured out and i'm just doing great like no it's a struggle and it's hard it's hard to find the balance and for a long time i was doing what you were doing reading books watching videos doing research how do i make the most of my time and everything's like time block time block time block and i was like okay i'll try it it didn't work for me Mm. and maybe it will in the future right now it's not working so i was thinking like damn what is when i wake up in the morning aside from my kids and my husband what is the top priority i was like my clients that's the first thing i'm thinking of so whether you're buying a house or you're commissioning me to build a display or you're having me remodel your house whatever it is my clients are what's most important so the first thing i do is like I used to be like, oh, I'll spend the first three, four hours of the day doing real estate, spend the rest of my day doing my woodworking. But then I was like, that's not going to work. So now I'm like, the clients come first. So the first thing I do when I wake up is I start going through my clients. If you're buying a house, I'm following up. I'm searching properties. I'm responding to emails. I'm getting things I need to get done. And then when it comes to my crafty cruise clients, I'm billing. I'm asking questions. I'm getting designs done. I'm sending out proofs to get mock-ups like approved so that I can start building. I'm sending out quotes. I'm doing estimates. Like I'm doing everything that involves my clients first thing in the morning. And then the rest of the day, I kind of just figure out what I need to do. If I'm showing properties, I, I plan that in because that's an appointment and then I make everything else work. If I get to the end of the day, like I have been these last couple of days, I've had like these really crazy long 
super busy, like, holy shit, have not been able to stop all day days. And so what I've been doing is once I get to that point, I'm like, okay, I got to go to sleep. I'm like, I could fit in one more thing. What would it be? Like, what would that one thing be that'll make a difference for tomorrow and that'll put me ahead? So then I'll take that extra time. Last night, it was painting a kiosk display. I was like, I'm going to do the next coat. I went in there and I got it done. And it was just like, those things I feel like I can't schedule in. I can't schedule in what kind of mistakes are going to happen throughout the day. I can't schedule in if my kids are going to run in the garage while I'm painting and totally destroy something I'm working on. Like, I can't account for those things. So I've kind of been able to just like play it by ear and just figure out what needs to get done when it needs to get done. But I always make sure that first priority as soon as I'm up is the clients are taken care of. So that's worked for me. (laughs) You got to that. I'll make it a sound bite for you. So your clients know what kind of service (laughs) they're getting because that was fucking phenomenal. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I, I really like I work so hard on it. And I just I don't care if you're buying like, and this might, I don't know, this might upset people, but I don't care if you're buying a $600,000 house or you're buying a $60 sign. Like, if you hired me to take care of you in some way, that's what I'm worried about. I'm not treating my home buyers better or worse than my, si- than my sign clients or my display clients or my, like, renovation clients. Like, everyone is just, like, they're equally as important to me. So, it's like my first priority is, boom, clients. And then I can move on with my day. <laughs> so Where did this come from, this work ethic, this drive that you have? Is it something that's always been there or was it, like, as an adult? You know what? I was the worst employee for a long time. Like, we worked at Annie Ann's together, yeah. right? So, I feel like... Uh, I forgot I really, about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I really loved what I'd done. So, uh, some people might know, I've had, like, maybe 12 jobs. And maybe 15, if you include real estate offices I've been at. And I'm only 27. Like, I started working at 14 and a half. And I started kind of building that work ethic. But in the beginning, I didn't take jobs super seriously. I feel like I liked the ability to socialize and make a little bit of money. But I wasn't trying to pay a mortgage or do anything serious. So, I wasn't the most serious, like, best employee until I... Probably until around the time I turned like 19 or 20 when I started working at uh, the bank is when I got really serious. Then I started getting finance. Then I got into real estate or whatever. But I think that when I go back to the beginning, my work ethic probably came from watching my parents. Because so when we were kids, so me and my brother were like basically raised by our babysitter. She, her name was Norma Shusum Nicaragua. And like she only spoke Spanish, which is why me and Junior can speak Spanish and understand Spanish. And so she would babysit us all the time. But what we would see in the background of all of this, like she lived with us, but what we would see is that my dad was waking up first thing in the morning, going downstairs, throwing open his planner on calls, sometimes arguing with people, getting sales, doing stuff. He worked, him and my mom had a security business, so they were doing like alarm systems and and all that kind of stuff. And so watching him go from like the second he woke up to the second he fell asleep, just go, 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 go. And the same thing for my mom, like jumping on the computer, doing her billing, following up stuff, going to appointments, going to work, like just... Everything I watched them do, like, they may not have been the most hands-on parents, but watching that totally, like, stayed with me. And I didn't even think so at the time because I was always like, oh, you guys suck. You're never, like, you never take us to do this, this, or that, you know, like, not as often as I wanted. But um, now I realize that the reason why I probably work so hard and have that work ethic is from watching my parents and always, like, on the inside, wanting to do something along those lines of being busy and doing things that I felt like mattered. So... I want to see if that's where it came from because I was a terrible, <laughs> I was a terrible employee <laughs> for now, a while. They say you don't become a good employee till you're a boss. Mm-hmm. Like now that I, you know, the little company I had was doing great. Mm-hmm. I tell everybody I failed just so that they stop asking questions. Nobody <laughs> wants to follow up when you tell them, dude, it, it was going nowhere. It was going really well. Yeah, I just I was sacrificing too much. Like I woke up one day and my daughter was teething, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Where 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 have I been? And yeah. I was literally working about 60, 70 hours a week, Monday through Friday, and then still doing the, the whole 
business thing on the weekends yeah. and it was just like i said I, I what do you choose like you're doing it for her but you're missing all these moments like yeah. so i just said fuck it i'm gonna I'm quit this and i took a big loss you know because it's just supplemental income that stops coming in and i mm -hmm. said fuck it it's worth it and so now that you know i, I don't want to do another thing like that till i'm stable mm -hmm. like you know till i have good backup plans yeah and so I appreciate my jobs. I'm a great employee now. Just come, like, dude. I don't want to. <laughs> you know, when I dealt with people like employees wise, like I was like, dude, you can't. You have to be hands on and everybody. Like, mm -hmm. dude, what am I paying you for? It's so hard. just to have. You know, it's it sucks. Cause that that's the only way I learned. I was like, fuck, dude. I got to be a better job. I got to do a better job being yeah. a, an employee just because. It's not cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. You learn so much when you run your own business. Like, it's crazy. Like, right now in our real estate office, so we went in there maybe like two weeks ago, and no one asked me to do this at all. Me and my husband went in there, and now we both run our own businesses, so the, the whole dynamic has changed. Like, mentally, we're like in a completely different place than we were when we were just like working for companies, right? And so... We went into the office and there was an assistant who worked in the office and he took care of everything. Like he worked on, he did every single thing that you could think of. So we walked into the storage closet to pick out t-shirts, like polos and stuff with our branding. When I went in there, I was like, oh my God, this closet is so messy. Like everything was kind of like, it wasn't messy where it like looked dirty, but it was messy. Like all the shirts were mixed up. No, the sizes weren't visible. You couldn't tell like what was going on. And so... Me and my husband went in there and we were like, hey, Walid, like he's our office owner. We were like, uh, which we love him, by the way. He's awesome. So we went in there and we we're like, hey, we're going to clean this closet. It'll take a few hours. We got a babysitter and we just went in there. I took all the shirts out, went back to like my pack sun days in my mind. And then I refolded. I ordered labels and just did all that. And I was thinking like everyone in the office is like, you're crazy. Like, why are you doing that? You could be spending these two or three hours doing something productive to get more clients. But in my head, I'm thinking like, I know Waleed struggles as a business owner and I'm here. I already have a babysitter. I can find clients another time. But right now I know that it'll help him and this business that we're at, like we're in this real estate office, get to the next level with something as simple as helping to fold shirts. And I feel like we care so much about that office that we would take the time to do that stuff. And I feel like that now I know that if for whatever reason I ever, you know, God forbid I had to go back and start from the bottom and work in a, in a regular place and work for people, I would be a good employee. Cause my thing now is like, I'm thinking for the business owner. I'm not thinking for myself like, Oh, my shift ends at three. I'm done, you know, yeah, or anything yeah. like that. I'm thinking like, no, what can we get done? Let's be productive. Like there's no point in wasting time doing stuff. That's not important. Doing things that keep you busy, but don't actually get you to like another level. So for us, we felt like the shirts in the closet being organized is going to help the business overall. So. We, like, took care of that. Everyone else thought we were crazy, but it really helped a lot. It opened up the assistant to do more stuff in the office that brought in more clients. So I feel like you're right about you have to become, like, the boss and run a business in order to become a, such a good employee, you know. You just learn all those struggles. You're like, man, if I could help you, I'll do whatever I can, exactly. you Exactly. Know? The, yeah. the little things, they add up over time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure the sense of gratitude that he must have had, mm -hmm. like, they just appreciate all those little things. So they're like, dude, thank you. You know, yeah. somebody had to do it. Yeah. Yet nobody does. So mm -hmm. it's one of those things. Yeah. And it's like, I honestly, I feel like it was like refreshing also <laughs> to do it because it's nice to do something that's not like me and Manny, we spend so much time doing stuff for business, for business, for business that it gets to the point where it's like, cool, me and him got to take some time, a couple hours to just listen to music and just kind of hang out, even though we're folding to his closet to us. It felt like almost like a date, right? like yeah. doing something where it didn't involve our businesses was really nice. But, um, how, how do you do you schedule time to unwind because that's what i find myself doing i'm like this isn't fun when you schedule fun time you oh know? yeah no it's not fun to do that no you know what and i feel like i should schedule time to unwind but i don't manny's really good about like 
calling me out on it though like sometimes I get to bed and I'm like I should be going to sleep but for some reason the only thing that calms me because I get anxiety at night like there's so much going on I just I struggle with my anxiety so sometimes I get so anxious that I can't sleep I'll be up for hours I won't sleep till like four or five in the morning so I want to sleep at five last night yeah this morning (laughs) (laughs) so Manny will be like dude you gotta like calm down so I watch woodworking videos, which is like oh, so <laughs> strange because you would think that would stress me out more, but for some reason it's very calming to me. Same, and so I was reading about podcasts because I, I, I mean, I hate to bring it up over and over, but just mm-hmm. this is what I've been doing. So it's taking up a lot of my time. And so just to, I, okay, I, I had a, I wouldn't say a great launch, but I had a good launch by the, by the numbers. It's been tremendous. Right. So I'm like, okay, so how do I continue this momentum? What do I got to do? to? Keep, and I'm just like. Dude, it's 3 a.m. Go to sleep. And I was tossing and turning for like <laughs> 20 like minutes. That. And I was yeah. like, dude, I jumped on Reddit and I started looking up forums, different tips, anything I could say. Like, okay, I'm going to use this. Yeah. And honestly, I, I've read all this stuff before. But I think just like, okay, l- l- let me read it again. Uh, maybe I'll catch something I did it the first time. Because it's just, so you want to be not successful, but yeah. you want to do it right. Yeah, you I don't want the be- listener to enjoy it. I want mm-hmm. the people like yourself coming on here to be like, dude. This was fun. I want to come back on, you know, not just yeah. like, dude, that was a waste of my time. Mm-hmm. Never doing that again. So I'm like, how do I keep them hooked? How do I get them to come back on? So it's just, it's nerve wracking. You know, I was nervous driving over here. I was like, yeah. dude, <laughs> I haven't seen her in so long. I hope it's not awkward. I hope she doesn't be like, what the hell? So I was just like, all right, settle down. You've done this like 10 times already. Yeah. Just, just go with the flow, dude. It's going to come. And dude, you're so welcome. You're so warm that it was just nice. I, I was like, oh, dude, this is sweet. <laughs> this is, inside, I was thinking like, this is going to be cool. Just because yeah. the person you are. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like um, it's it's hard. I mean, well, it's hard for us to do all this stuff. But yeah, I was a little nervous too when you were coming. I was like, oh my God, is he, what are we going to talk about? Are we talk about crafty crews. talk about like mom, being a mom and a business owner. We talk about my real estate. Like, where is this going? And I was nervous too. But it's weird because I feel like sometimes you have those friends where it's like you don't have to see each other every year, every couple months. You could, like, I haven't seen you in like over 10 years. And then here we are. And it's like, it's almost like we never stopped yeah. talking. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm also, that's cool. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, how about real estate? Well, I asked you before, like, mm-hmm. I don't know where you want to start just because there's such a I know big there's it, so much. <laughs> but uh, my question to you was, it was it, was it seller's market or buyer's market? That's just. Yeah, we're definitely in a buyer's market right now. And like I said earlier, like, I feel like I've been like super fortunate to get like a lot of people that went to like grew up in Almani, who went to, went to like our high school, South Almani, went to Mountain View like us, went to Crans, Madrid, Twin Lakes, like whatever, all these schools, like all these people and their parents are the ones that I've been helping the most right now buy properties, which has been awesome. So right now we're in a buyer's market. So everyone's kind of like, well, what does that mean? Well, the feds, so you, I don't know, maybe if you guys follow someone who's in real estate, you'll see that they're posting, oh, the rates are low. It's time to buy. And because I feel like no one really explains it, I'll explain it like briefly just so everyone can oh, understand. Go in detail. So, Do whatever you'd like. <laughs> I'm going to get really detailed. Just kidding. Um, okay, so basically what it means is right now the rates got dropped. So why is this? It's because the feds want people to buy houses. Why do they want us to buy houses? Because every time you buy a house and you contribute to our economy that way, you open jobs for other people. So when you buy a house, they are building more houses and new builds and stuff, but you're opening up jobs for plumbers, electricians, contractors. Like you're opening jobs for people who would otherwise not have work. And so when you are doing things like that and opening up the jobs, what the feds want you to do is to go out and buy a house. So the way they make it more possible for people like us is to drop the 
basically the requirements, dropping like the credit score requirement, dropping the rates so that it's more like appealing to people who haven't bought before, having programs where now there's programs where you don't pay a down payment, you don't pay closing costs, all you pay, pay for is inspections and appraisals, which is a couple hundred bucks. Like we've seen people buy houses with like $800 out of pocket. Whoa. Most people don't even know it's possible, but it's like, I didn't. <laughs> see, no one knows to ask. So it's like, you got to be with someone who understands the market and understands the programs. And because a lot of the people that I've worked with have been people who like don't have money saved, have bad credit. Um, they've never bought a house before, have other problems like bankruptcies, like all this stuff. It's like, those are the people that I can help the most because I've had so many people like that. That's where I'm most like well-versed. Like that's where I understand like how to help. So we partner with like different agencies right now. We partner with one place called the agency and they're a credit repair place, which have been like my go-to. I've referred them so many clients already just because everyone I deal with has bad credit. So it's like the fast lane to getting it rebuilt is doing this. And then we have just all these programs and stuff. So the reason why it's a buyer's market now is there's a lot of more, there's a lot more buyers out there with the rates coming down and stuff. It's just every, basically every um, advantage that you have is on the buyer's side. Sellers don't have the advantage anymore. So if you're a buyer, some buyers think, and I'll just clear this up because some people think like, oh, I'm not going to hire a realtor. This cost me money. If you're a buyer, you're not paying anyone anything already like you aren't responsible for paying the realtor that helps you the person so basically let's say you want to go buy a house you don't have to pay me anything to represent you the person that's going to pay me in the end is the person you buy the house for because they've already set aside the money to pay the agent representing them and then us representing you so you guys it's nothing out of pocket for you guys but sometimes people like buyers will go straight to the person who's listing the house like oh if i go to that agent i'll get a better deal but that's not the case right now is the time to negotiate so if you go straight to them they're going to get top dollar because their fiduciary duty is to whoever they're representing it's not to you so if there's anyone out there that's looking to buy a house if you don't already have a realtor first of all call me (laughs) Give yourself a shout out. <laughs> yeah. And the second thing would be if you do already have a realtor, make sure that it's someone who's going to fight for you and make sure you get the best deal. Ask for closing costs. Go whatever the market value of the house is. They have to do all that research. But you just make sure you're being represented well because now, especially the way the market is, is a great time to negotiate and get a house for a better deal. No one pay full price. <laughs> you know, so. Give yourself a shout out. How, how would they get in touch oh, with you? Oh, okay. So um, you would get a hold of me. My phone number is 626 626- Five six zero seven three five four, and then you could email me at alishachang.cruise at gmail.com. Beautiful. Yeah. Continue. So, keep, yeah. Going, keep going. No, no, just so it's in there. Just okay. So yeah. So, I mean, that's the information you could use to get a hold of me. And I don't know if you could type in a description. Maybe you could yeah, put, like, yeah, yeah, yeah somewhere to, like, get a hold of me if you guys are interested. But I just have a lot of information to share. So, that's, like, one of my specialties is just real estate. The other one's the woodworking stuff. But I also work with my husband really closely on real estate. Like, we handle it as a team. So all of our clients deal with me and him together. And our little thing is we always say two realtors for the price of none. <laughs> Since nice. you don't pay for it, you have two people representing you. Because some people think, like, don't you get busy with Crafty Cruise? Like, who's going to do this and that? And it's like, well, if I ever get busy enough to where I can't get something done, which is super rare, my real estate stuff, my husband does it. So he'll be like, oh, okay. He'll go ahead and take on searching for properties or vice versa. If he gets busy with his clients, I'll take on searching properties or doing contracts and stuff for his clients. So it's a lot of like, a lot of teamwork. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's nice to see that, you know, in today's yeah. day and age, a lot of people say, I wouldn't recommend working with a loved one kind of thing, oh, but yeah. you guys are making it work. So that's Dude, kudos I was, for that. Thank you. I was so scared about it. So scared when he was getting into real estate, I was like, oh, like, we'll just be like two different like realtors, whatever. And then we talked to him. We're like, dude, like, why don't we just combine? Which it's like worked out really well because a lot of people like the dynamic of having like a husband wife team. And my and Manning's relationship is very like, it's very like, I guess if you watch our story stuff, like we have a lot of fun. Like we have a really good time. It's not, it's not super like we're very serious and oh, real estate and blah, blah. It's like we're playful. We're, we're relatable. Like 
I feel like we make it easier to explain stuff to people of certain age groups. Like, you know, like, I feel like when you're younger, you don't want some guy in a suit sitting across from you yeah. explaining to you, like, hey, your credit score is blah, blah, or whatever. You know, that's the voice I'm thinking for them. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like working with someone who's maybe more in your age group, but professional knows, like, everything they need to know about what's going on in the market, like, is important. So I feel like the teamwork thing for us worked really well. It was nerve-wracking, but it's definitely been worth it. How, how do you guys deal like say when both of you are like on a sales call, like as far as the kids, is that like just like oh. I think you said you you bring on your baby right along for the ride? Oh yeah, babies are with us. So there's times where we have to go show properties and we have to take the kids with us, and it's worked out because I was telling you a lot of the clients we have are people that we've known from like high school or whatever, like whatever school from Almani from that area, and so sometimes we have to take the kids along for the ride, and they come with us. We load up their snacks and we'll take turns getting in and out of the car. We'll get them both out. Like we obviously try our best not to have to do that because it's easier to go in and out of house. It's also like a safety thing. Like going into like this vacant house, we don't want to take our kids in right away because what if there's like a stranger danger inside or yeah. something? You know, like who knows? And so uh, we try our best not to, and we have a babysitter for backup just in case. But yeah, the kids are there with us when we go to the office. They go with us. They play with another little girl, Rachel, who's there too. And um, every, like, the office ride is very family-oriented, which is perfect because that's exactly what we needed was someone to understand, like, hey, we're real estate professionals, we're young, we have children. Like, how can we make this work? Which a lot of people deal with that is having kids and working or having kids and being a business owner. Like, that changes the dynamics so much. Like, your regular business owner who's just, like, some single man or some single woman, or maybe they're in relationship, I mean, like, not having kids or whatever, like, have... A lot, I want to say maybe like an easier time with scheduling and stuff like that versus that of a parent who has to account for their kid's schedule now and stuff like that. So, um, I forgot the question. <laughs> I just no, went no. off. You, you kind of answered it. Just I, My question was about the kids, you know, because I, I saw you right. brought them along for the ride. I was oh, like, yeah. That's so cool, man. Oh, yeah. We take them with us. I'm not going to lie. They're crazy and they get, they have their moments where we're like, should we have brought them along? But that's part of parenting. Like, we all, we get in those situations. We just got to deal with it. The tantrum's coming. Well, then just get ready because <laughs> we can't stop it, you know. We can only help it. So, we do our best. <laughs> uh, just, you know, off the top of your head, any tips for the, let's say, the people buying, mm-hmm. buying a house, first-time buyer, just anything you would say? Like, I, you kind of went on that little tangent. You said, yeah. you know, make sure they know their closing costs. The, the You want to work with, like, a good team. And um, sorry to cut you off. I'm just thinking, I was like, the first thing that came to mind is work with a good team because we say this in our industry all the time, but who you work with matters. Like, you would not believe. Like, if you're, so when you get into, like, a real estate transaction, there's so many people involved. If you're involved with the wrong people, someone has an attitude, people aren't doing things on time, it makes things really difficult. So I always say who you work with matters. Your representation, if you're looking to buy or even sell, you need to have an agent who's going to be, you're going to be able to contact them when you need to. They're going to be able to answer all your questions. They're going to be knowledgeable in the market, knowledgeable in the programs, and just, Honestly, like, you have, like, a good relationship with them. Like, all that stuff is so important because buying a house or selling a house is such, like, a huge emotional roller coaster. Like, our job is to make sure that we tell you what you need to hear and not necessarily what you want to hear, but worded so it's like, don't worry, we're here for you. Like, if you need a shoulder to cry on because you're getting stressed out at this, that's what we're here for, you know? Like, you just have to, like, really pick the right people. But if you are looking to buy a house, the first thing I would do is to talk to a realtor. And like I said, you can call me. Um, but yeah, because you want to find out first of all is what position you're in to buy right now. So what they'll do is they'll partner you up with the lender and the lender will run your credit and collect documents from you and be able to tell you like, Hey, ballpark, this is what we're thinking that you're going to qualify for. And some lenders will even do without running your credit or do like a soft credit check. So to know your options is important too. But yeah, once they get into that and, um, 
they can find out all these details for you because everyone wants to know if I buy a house, how much do I need to save? Like how much do I need saved? How much do I need to put down on this house? How much are the closing costs going to be? And what's my monthly payment going to look like? That's what everyone's interested in. So we can get all that information before you even go look at houses. So I would say the first thing you should do is go get what we call a pre-approval. You have to do it at some point. So if you're really interested, you could do it and um, get all those details so you know what you're looking at. But if you are one of those people who have heard and believe that you have to save $20,000 or you need 20% down for a house, like that's not true. The lowest we've seen right now, I guess depending on programs, but if you're doing like a FHA program, the down payment's like three and a half percent. So if you're buying whatever the amount of the house is, you multiply that times 3.5 and then you get what you need to have saved. But with all the programs that exclude you from having to pay closing costs and doing down payment, it's like at this point, I would talk to a realtor before even any of that because there's a good chance that there's something that we can do to make it so you don't pay as much out of pocket. Um, veterans don't pay any uh, down payment. So one of the clients we're working with right now, he just built him and his wife just built a ground. Uh, I'm sorry, a house from the ground up, a KB home out in Victorville. They came in under budget and they're paying not a penny out of pocket. Beautiful. Nothing out of pocket. It's crazy. You just got to know who you're working with. So I think that's really, really important. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. I know. And anything you want to jump into? Anything I've missed? Um, I guess maybe like. So I, okay, so one thing that I'm like passionate about, and I'll mention that on here is, um, there's a lot of women who are stay at home moms that are out there who feel like, I don't know. I feel like maybe, I don't know how they're feeling. I'm not going to put like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to assume there, but I feel like if you are at home, whether you're a mom or not, if you're home and you're just like, you feel like there's something more for you out there and you're just so hesitant to take the jump, like talk to me, like I'm really big on wanting to help people, and one thing that I'm going to start doing is I'm going to be recording a series that I'm going to offer to people that's going to be like a like a training on how to start a woodworking business, like science, because this is something you could do from home with like very little money, very little stuff, like, and I, I'm doing very well with just, just the science, not including like the bigger stuff I'm doing, and so... I kind of want to give back in that way to teach people how to do what I've done in the amount that I've done it and give them all the tips and tricks and stuff. So that's something that'll be coming out soon with Crafty Cruise. Um, but I feel like if you're out there and you're just, I was that mom that was at home and just feeling like there was nothing. Like I was, I felt almost worthless, which sucks because being a stay at home mom is one of the hardest damn things in the world. Like being a mom at all, if work at home, stay at home, work out of home, whatever it is, like it's hard to be a parent. Let's just put it all like, it'll be just very general. Like a parent is really hard. So I feel like if there's something that you want to do and you're waiting for the right moment, like just stop because the right moment is like now you can figure it out. Like my big thing is commit first and act later. Like I've taken on deals that I haven't been sure. I've Like I'm not sure that I've been able to like complete on time. Like I'm so nervous, but I do it. And then I just commit to it and then I make it happen like I feel like that's the start of something great is being able to do something like that so just if anyone's out there and feels like there's something more for them they haven't put their finger on it like let's chat let's get a cup of coffee let's see because if there's someone that I can help out of the position that I was in just two years ago like I want to be able to do that so a, a great quote is um, the best time to start anything was yesterday yes the second best time is today yeah exactly seriously like that's so so important so I think if anyone could take anything away, it would just be to go after like what you want and stop being stop being afraid of failure because that's what stops everyone. It's like, oh, well, what if I don't do this? Or, oh, it takes this much money to do this, it takes this. There's so many ways to make money nowadays. Grab some old stuff that you have in the garage and sell it. Go buy a can of paint, repaint something in your garage and sell it for more old furniture. Like there's so many ways and like 
I'm like I said, like I'm more than happy to help anyone who's like in that position to like figure out how they can do what they want to do next. But I feel like everyone just needs to go after their stuff and stop making excuses. Stop criticizing yourself. Stop worrying about all these other things that you haven't encountered yet. Just agree that you're going to go after something you want and just start. Just take the step. Don't be scared, you know. So that's my thing. <laughs> uh, real quick, that was great of you, you know, to that you're going to do it, but to offer that help because one thing people don't know is like the pie is so big. They think like, oh, man, if. If I help anybody else, there goes my market. Like, no, yeah, dude, the, no, the no, pie no. is so huge, dude. There's more than enough work to go around, more than enough money. So that's fucking awesome, Alicia. Yeah. You're still the same great person yeah, you were you. fucking <laughs> 10 years ago. Um, I know we're kind of on a time limit. Mm-hmm. So um, this isn't a self-help podcast, but this is <laughs> my theme, I guess, for now. Just so the audience gets a little something extra. Any words of wisdom you have for the audience? Hmm. I think that... And I'm sure everyone hears it all the time, but I think really having to take that moment to, like I said, like just go after the thing you want, just take the step and don't hold yourself back because you are the one person that's going to hold yourself back from where you, where you want to be. But I think the, maybe stop caring about everyone else because maybe you're listening, you're like, oh, well, I have this idea, but I'm not going to do it because my husband or my boyfriend or my girlfriend or my wife or my brother or my dad, whatever, like they're going to think it's stupid. They think it's dumb. It's dumb to want to be Instagram famous or it's dumb to be, to want to be a model or actress. Some people aren't going to believe in you, but that's okay. There's always going to be those people that aren't going to believe in you and aren't going to stand by what you do, but fuck them. Like I'm, excuse my language, but seriously, no, fuck, fuck them. them. <laughs> like just go on and do it. You don't even understand. I got doubted so much in the beginning and I don't want to throw numbers out there and be like, oh, this is how much I'm making, but just as like a, just so you guys understand, I went from making two $12 signs a day, $24 I would make a day, and I would spend like eight hours painting these signs. I've now been able to take that from making those $24 a day to making closer to almost like eight to $10,000 a month making nice. wood stuff. And it's so easy and I can teach it like no problem. It's just a matter of like, and that's with the two kids and the husband and the other job. Like I feel like anyone can get to where I'm at now with the right with the right structure, with the right, like, learning and with the right passion, like, not going after the money, but going after, like, what you truly want, because that same thing could be, like, if you're at home and you're sewing mittens or you're knitting or you're doing, um, I don't know, party supply crafts or you want to start a party rental business, which, by the way, are awesome and super, like, that's a really good idea if you're thinking about that. And um, I feel like just forget what everyone else thinks and just focus on what you want to do, focus on what's good for you and your family and just... That's it. Like, just fuck, fuck everyone who doesn't stand right behind you. Fuck everyone (laughs) who doesn't stand behind you. Like, that's literally like, just move on because those people, they're gonna, they're gonna fade out eventually. At some point, they're just gonna fall off and that's okay. People are meant to stay forever. Those who matter don't mind Mm -hmm. and those who mind don't matter. Mm -hmm. Preach. (laughs) Alicia, great seeing you again. Yes. Thank you for coming on. I know you have a very, very busy schedule. So thank you for taking the time out of your day to do this. Nice catching up with you. Plug it in. Say your business info one more time. Okay, so <laughs> I'm all, wait, which one? All of it. Okay, all of it. Okay, so my name's Alicia Chang Cruz with Crafty Cruz and the Cruz Family Realtors. You guys can contact me at 626-560-7354 or at aliciachang.cruz at gmail.com. That's it for today. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time.